There are several exits on this aircraft in the event of an emergency. At this time, please fasten your seatbelts as we are preparing for takeoff. And welcome aboard. Welcome to another episode of It's Just a Talk. I'm your host, Mauricio, and this is It's Just a Talk podcast, your Spanglish, political, queer, Latinx, and shady podcast, where we talk a little tea, we talk a little truth, but you know, I always have time to talk some shit. This is episode 033. I know, it's been a while. People are like, where have you been? Did you die? Oh my God, he went into the black hole. And to that I say, yes, but not the black hole you're thinking. (laughs) This episode is being brought to you by La Puteria. La Puteria, now loading in most states across the country and around the world because summer is coming, bitch. And if you've been vaccinated, it's about to be hot girl summer. And you know, for us, that's called La Puteria. I literally, when I said, when I wrote this down and I was like, this episode is being brought to you by, and I, all I thought about was Yosimar, my friend Yosimar. If you don't know Yosimar, go follow him on Instagram. He's hilarious as fuck. He does some lives that need to be recorded and put on the internet for forever. So he's always like, oh, la puteria this, la puteria that. And so I was like, you know what? Today's episode is going to be brought to you by la puteria. So if you're ready, I'm ready, because I haven't done this in a while. So let's get this party started, shall we? Welcome to the next segment of the podcast, the segment I like to call, like the sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Porque during this segment, I usually talk about what's happening in the world. I I mean, you know, like entertainment world. I spill the tea, basically. We're going to start off with wishing all my APIA listeners and everybody out there a happy Heritage History Month. Um, recently, <clears throat> just to bring, continue to highlight this, recently the APIA community has been under attack by the racist maggots around the country. Um, the, just because the attacks are not in the media every day doesn't mean that they're not happening. Most recently, two women in New York, I believe, <clears throat> this white man came in with a brick and started beating him up at their Chinese restaurant that the two women owned. And so just keep an eye out if you see like una viejita, you know, she's walking across the street sola, like, you know, offer to walk with her, you know, take some time out of your day and be a good Samaritan because, you know, the old people, they need us. Los viejitos necesitas, you know, they were there for us before, you know, they raised a lot of us. Now it's our turn. Um, but also talking about viejitos, uh, let's talk about daddy Bill Gates is now available. So Bill Gates and Melinda Gates announced that after 20, I think I think it was like 27 after 20, I'm going to say 25 plus after 25 plus years, they have decided that they are no longer, um, 
good for each other's growth and they are no longer good for each other's next space in their life. Entonces, Daddy Bell Gates is available. So let me slide into this DMs and be like, hey, I know you're done with Melinda. Have you ever tried a gay? Because she ready, girl. Because he got, I think he, he has like $127 billion. And I'm like, girl, girl, there are three children, okay? Mira, when I tell you that God put me in my mama's belly because she knew I was going to struggle financially my whole life, he did that, or they did that, because we don't know what God is. God did that because they knew that if I grew up in Melinda Gates' belly, bitch, I was going to be a rich hoe, and I can't be a rich hoe, you know? I just can't do that. I can't have money like that, okay? So, Daddy Bill Gates, reply my DM, please. Uh, something else that was released, besides Bill Gates, Bill Gates was released into the single world. Pero otra cosa que got released recently was Marvel release phase four release dates and titles to upcoming movies. E me muero, wey. Me morí. Mira, I'm like a huge Marvel fan, pero tampoco like I never expected to get teary-eyed about these movies coming out. But I think I just got teary-eyed because, like, I really miss a theater, y'all. Like, people that know me know that the movies is one of my favorite things in the world. Like, I would go to the movies alone and just sit there with my popcorn and my soda because she don't share drinks, okay? Don't, girl, don't, don't try to drink out of my drink because I don't share drinks. Anyways... Entonces, I miss that. Remember when the movie pass was a thing? I used to have a movie pass, and I used to go all the time, and then movie pass, movie pass, movie pass went under, y después, you know, I had to pay full, full service, pero, you know, I found a trick in las movies, okay? Because I would go to the little maquinita, the little machine, and then I would click the children's prize, okay? Porque the children's prize is always more cheaper, you know, porque mi mom me enseñó que nunca pagar full price. There's always a way to get things cheaper, okay? Entonces, I buy children's tickets at the theater. Y cuando, you know, you walk up to the, the person that's, like, ripping the little tickets and telling you where to go, I, like, compliment them or try to make conversation. AMC was easy porque tienen en su name tag, like, my favorite movie is. Entonces, I always make conversation about that. Oh, my God! Your favorite movie is Leprechaun? Oh, my God, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar in that movie. And they're like, oh, my God, me too! And then, no se dan cuenta que I had a, a, a child's ticket. I miss doing that, y'all! So, this is why I got teary-eyed when Marvel released their Phase 4. I'm just saying, look, this is how ADHD works, so you're looking at it or you're hearing it en vivo y en directo. Um, so they released that, uh, we already knew that Loki, the TV show, is coming out in June. And after that, we have Black Widow, the movie, finally. And then we're going to get uh, the What If TV show, uh, summer 2021. And in September, we get our very first Marvel um, Asian superhero with Chang chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in September. Then we finally get the Eternals with Salma Hayek. Mira, I've been looking forward to this as the día que they announced that Salma Hayek was going to be there because I was like, oh, baby, Salma Hayek, she's going to save the Marvel Universe. See, 
Entonces, she's going to be in the Eternals con la otra chamaca, ¿cómo se llama? Uh, Angelina Jolie and, like, other people, really cool people. And the Eternals comes out in November. And then late 2021, we'll get the Hawkeye series. And then we'll get the Miss Marvel series. And the Miss Marvel series is with Kamala Khan, which is the first uh, Middle Eastern female superhero that Marvel has. Um, and then, at the end of 2021, we're finally going to get Spider-Man 3 No Way Home. Mira, muchas gente está diciendo que for Spider-Man 3, you know, we're going to start diving deep into the multiverse and, like, the different dimensions of the multiverse. Entonces, I'm, like, really excited about that porque the rumors are... You know, como dice Lindsay Lohan, rumor has it que um, all three um, Spider-Mans from the three past movies are going to be there. So Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, and the current Spider-Man are all going to be in the same movie. So girl, I'm excited. Not one, but three Spider-Man. Ooh, you better shoot that white web on me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, maybe too much. And then after that, in 2022, they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to come out. Thor Love and Thunder in May. And then we finally have a title for the second Black Panther movie. It's going to be called Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that's supposed to come out in July of 2022. Then we have Mar the second part of, of uh, Captain Marvel. The second part is going to come out in November of 2022. And that's going to be called The Marvels. It's going to be about Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan... And Monica Rambeau, who we met in WandaVision. I'm here for it. And then, in 2023, we get Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Y después, we get Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, in Mayo 2023. Look, I'm just saying, I'm super excited for this Phase 4. Because, you know, we got all this of shit, so shit's gonna go down. Because if WandaVision showed us anything is, anything is possible with WandaVision. Okay, <clears throat> I wish I could just make a podcast about Marvel movies, and I might just make special episodes about special Marvel movies or shows, porque I love Marvel. Like, cuando digo que I love Marvel, I love Marvel. And that's not being problematic. Me encanta. The problematic shit that I love is the Real Housewives franchise. And recently, Bravo announced that there's a new Real Housewives All-Stars franchise coming out. They announced who's going to be in it. It's going to be Teresa Gudice. You know, the girl, the lady from New Jersey that flipped the table. It's going to be Melissa Gorga, so her sister-in-law. Cynthia Bailey, you know, model from Houses of Atlanta, Kenya Moore. We stand Kenya Moore, okay? We love Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore in this house. Y después las otras no las conozco. Luann de Lesseps, Ramona Singer, and Kyle Richards. I know Kyle Richards is from, from Beverly Hills because she was, like, married to the guy from Two and a Half Men. Pero I don't know the other two. They might be one of the white girls that are not in New Jersey. It's problematic, but I really love Real Houses of Atlanta and Real Houses of Potomac because I'm like, oh, they're like black women, and I like seeing black women. But then I also really like Real Houses of New Jersey because even though they're white, okay, they're white, okay? Because they're Italian does not take away the fact that they're white, but, like, they don't act like white women. They, like, they're, like, fun. <laughs> 
they're loud, they're rambunctious, they they get into it. I'm like, oh, you know what? If I ever hung out with white women, it would be with these Italian bitches, okay? <laughs> and another people, another person that I would love to hang out with, another Italian girl I would love to hang out with is Ariana Grande, who was announced a couple weeks ago that she was going to be on The Voice season 21. And most recently, it was announced that this Italian woman is going to be making anywhere between 20 to $25 million for being on The Voice. Now, that doesn't it doesn't say if that's going to be per episode or just for the whole season, but she's officially making more than the rest of the judges, which is Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, and Blake Shelton. Um, I think it's safe to say she might be making more than all three of them combined. Okay, Ariana Grande better get it, and I'm going to try to go meet her. I'm going to try to sing as loud as I can to be part of the voice so I can meet Miss Grande, okay? And if I cannot meet Miss Grande, then I'll just go, I, I can, you know, at least say I try. Another pe- another couple or another people that uh, met up again is Benefer. So people are speculating that after J-Lo split up with janky legend Alex Rodriguez a couple weeks ago, she's been hanging out a lot with Ben Affleck. And so people are trying to figure out if Benefer is coming back. So while we figure out if Benefer is coming back, we're going to go to the next segment of the podcast, and I want you to come back. All right, let's do that. All right, welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, our question of the week. This week, being also being National Mental Health Awareness Month, I really wanted to bring up the just some things that you can do to take care of your mental health. Um, as I have mentioned it over and over again here, my mental health has been struggling, you know, like struggle buzz, girl. Entonces, por eso, like, I took a couple breaks from doing the podcast, sometimes longer than I really wanted to. Pero a veces, ni siquiera de la cama me puedo salir, yo. Like, I'll just bring the computer over to my lap and do work that way because, you know, up here, we're not all there. I am doing some things about it, though. I recently started seeing a therapist. So, yay, therapy. Okay, therapy, te miro. And I realized that us as first-generation Latinos or first-generation people of color, a lot of the time, or even non-people of color, a lot of the times, we're really doing this therapy because our parents didn't do the therapy. So we're we're fixing like generational trauma that was brought on to us by generations before that didn't have the means to like take care of their mental health. No que no los importaba, porque a todos importa, pero a veces in generations before us, they confused mental health with spirituality and faith and religion. Y a veces, muchas veces, las mamás dicen, oh, no, si estás triste, reza a Dios, you know, pray to God. And I'm like, okay, I can pray to God all I want, but I'm still going to be sad, like, because I'm not doing anything about it. Entonces, today, for those of you other than therapy, I looked up a great list of 10 things that you can do 
do to start taking care of your own mental health, especially in these times. Number one is talk about your feelings. Talking about your feelings can help you stay in a good mental health and deal with times when you feel troubled. Whether you're talking with your feelings with friends, with family, with a therapist, which I recommend. Definitely try Latinx therapy or I tried psychology today to find a therapist that took my insurance and that was... um you know, able to help me with the things that I need. Um, I was able to find a woman of color who is LGBT, who has experience dealing with folks who have ADHD. So I was like, okay, girl, we're going to go over here. <laughs> okay. But number two on the list is keep active. Regular exercise can boost your self-esteem and can help you concentrate, sleep, and feel better. Exercise keeps your keeps the brain and your other viral organs healthy and is also a significant benefit towards improving your mental health. Numero tres is eat well. Your brain needs a mix of nutrition in order to stay healthy and function well. Just like the other organs in your body, a diet that's good for your physical health is also good for your mental health. Entonces, McDonald's, Ranonas todos los días, or Jack in a Box todos los días is probably not the best. You know, we do love some in and out, but todos los días, no, you know, have a broccoli once in a while. Number four is drink sensibly. We often drink alcohol to change our mood. Some people drink to deal with fear of loneliness, but the effect of own is only temporary. When the drinks wear off, you feel worse because of the way the alcohol has affected your brain and the rest of your body. Drinking is not a good way to manage difficult feelings. Mira, I had a conversation with this with somebody that I used to live with a, a while back, because he would say, oh, like, I'm doing self-care, and he would, like, just get drunk. And I'd be like, bitch, like, getting drunk is not self-care. Like, you're damage, damaging yourself más. Entonces, nunca me hacía caso, so ya estaba todo borracho. There's a reason he don't live with me anymore, okay? <laughs> Numero cinco is keep in touch. There's nothing better than catching up with someone face to face. And now that you can't, you know, six feet apart. Um, but that's not always possible. You can also give them a call, a FaceTime, drop them a note, or chat to them online. Instead, keep the lines of communication open. No matter if it's just text, a FaceTime, a DM, girl. As long as you keep those lines of communication with friends, that's what's important. I have friends that I'm... Probably don't talk to on every single day basis. Pero yo saben que los que con todo mi corazón. Honey, I think about you all the time. Even though I don't text you all the time. You're in my heart. And you're in my soul. Okay? Como la OPV. Number six is ask for help. None of us are superhuman. We all sometimes get tired or overwhelmed by how we feel. Or, how, or when things don't go as planned. If things are getting too much for you and you feel you can't cope, ask for help. Your family, your friends, your partner may be able to offer practical help or a listening ear, but actually seeking out therapy is probably the best way to help you. Number seven, toma un break, girl. Take a break, girl. A change of scene or change of pace is good for your mental health. It could be a five-minute pause, to clean your kitchen, a half-hour lunch break at work, or just actually take a break from doing something that you're used to doing on a schedule. 
Number eight is do something you're good at. What do you love doing? What activities can you lose yourself in? Lose yourself in the moment, the feeling, como el M&M, you know? What did you love doing in the past? Enjoy yourself can help beat that stress. Doing an activity you enjoy probably means you're good at it. And achieving something boosts your self-esteem. Número nueve is accept who you are. Mira, mírate en el espejo y di, you are me. I accept you for who you are, even with that nose. But you know, I accept you. I'm not about my nose. I love my nose. Okay. Ah. But accept who you are. We're all different. It's much healthier to accept what you're, that you're unique than to wish you were more like someone else. Feeling good about yourself boosts your confidence to learn new skills, visit new places, and make new friends. Good self-esteem helps you cope when life takes a difficult turn. I know for some of my gay friends in the LGBTQ plus community, this might be hard because body shaming is real in the community. Pero mira, look at those bitches y les dice, you apparently don't love yourself, honey, because I love myself from head to toe. Okay? Tú diles eso. And number 10 is take care of others. Caring for others is often an important part of keeping relationships with people close to you. It can even bring people together. Friends are really important. We help each other whenever we can. So it's a two-way street and supporting them uplifts me. That was a quote. You know, just from the website. You know, la website me dio un quote. So those are some tips of how you can keep your mental health better. I'm always going to tell you to go to therapy. I took a couple years off of therapy. I really needed therapy cuando estaba, cuando era maestro. My last year of teaching here in Oakland, I really needed therapy. Like, if I did not get therapy, I would probably be in jail right now. Because I probably would have pushed the kid down the stairs. I'm just saying. I'm just being honest. Porque a veces me sacaban de quicio. I was like, oh my God. Like... Yo no sé cómo tus papás pueden contigo porque eres tan tremendo. Pero al end of the day, I still loved my kids with all my heart. And I would take a bullet for them. And you know what? The sad part is that some teachers actually have to do that. That's the country we live in. Ugh. Dios mío. I'm going to go take care of somebody now because that just, that just ruined my mental health. Pero con eso, we're going to go to the next segment of the podcast. Our POC and Queer Excellence of the Week. I'll see you there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, our POC or Queer Excellence of the Week. In this part of the podcast, or of the episode, I should start calling it our POC or Queer Excellence of the episode, because of the week implies that I have a, a episode every week, and we all know that's not true. Oh. Anyways, in this segment, we shout out people that are POC or queer. They have just done the damn thing since our last episode. On this episode, we are going to shout out Chloe Sao, who won their Best Director, an Academy Award for Best Director, becoming one of the first APIA filmmakers to ever receive this here in the U.S. She is of Chinese descent. And so shout out to Chloe Sao. Another person that won an Academy Award was Daniel Kaluuya, who won the Best Supporting Actor Award for Judas and the Black Messiah. If you do not know what Daniel Kaluuya is, he's the guy from Get Out. He also was also on the Black Panther movie. Ironically, the Judas and the Black Messiah movie is about the Black Panther Party. 
Um, shout out also to Chadman Boseman, who we all know should have won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Even the winner was like, wait, what? Anthony Hopkins was like, wait, what? I won? I'm sorry, what? I'm like 60-something year old. I got two of these. I don't need another one. Bitch, y'all should have gave it to Chadwick Boseman. But we can talk more about that later, okay? And then we also want to shout out the cast of Pose. The third and final season of Pose is on FX. It started this week. If you have not watched Pose yet, I recommend it. You go to Netflix, you catch up on season one and season two, and then we watch together on season three because it's the last season and I know I'm going to cry every single episode. I already cried last episode and I was like, damn, this cast is putting me through it. Another people that are being put through is a shout out to our trans drag race alum, Honey Mahogany, who is running to run and lead the San Francisco Democratic Party. Um, Honey Mahogany was a contestant of season five of RuPaul's Drag Race and has since come out as a trans woman. And she is running to be the chair of the San Francisco Democratic Party here in the Bay Area. So shout out to Honey Mahogany. And finally, shout out to Little Nas, I mean, if you can have somebody that's going to be talked about for more than a week for that much for the things that they do, gotta be a queer black person because he got his money's worth. Okay, look, I got my opinions, pero como dijo mi madre, las opiniones son como culos. Everybody has one and not everybody wants to see it or hear yours. I got my opinions. I mean, I, do I enjoy the song? Bitch, I enjoy the song, okay? I, I will find any pole in the fucking street to go down and pretend I'm Little Nas on the pole. Pero los zapatos? Okay. That's where I was like, skirk, con esos zapatos. Okay, maybe we went too far, Little Nas. I see what you were trying to do, but like maybe we lost in translation, you know? But still, shout out to Little Nas. I'm excited to see what Little Nas is going to continue to bring to the POC queer community. We have not someone like Little. We have not had someone like Little Nas before since maybe we had I don't know Prince. And people keep telling me Prince wasn't queer. Girl, what? What world are you living in? Look, but that's just my opinion, okay? It's come over those assholes. Everybody has one. And with that, we're going to go to our next seminar podcast, Today in the Country. I'll see you there. Welcome to our next segment of the podcast, Today in the Country, where we talk about everything that's happening in the country and beyond. Today, we're going to start off by talking about Derek Chauvin. So Derek Chauvin is the murderer who killed um, George Floyd. And a couple weeks ago, about a week and a half ago, he was convicted of all counts of second degree murder and all the things that he was accused of, he was convicted. Most recently, actually, as of yesterday, Derek Chauvin, and the murderer known as Derek Chauvin, and his uh, lawyer um, appealed his case and asked for a retrial because pictures of one of the jurors surfaced of the juror wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt and the shirt said something around 
keep your knees off of, off of our necks or something like that. And so because this picture surfaced, Derek Chauvin and his uh, lawyer brought to the courts that um, the the juror had reason reasonable doubt to uh, convict Derek Chauvin before hearing um, the both sides of the argument and all of the evidence that maybe would have proved that Derek Chauvin didn't. But bitch, we all saw the video. Everybody in the world saw this video. Where are you gonna find somebody that has not seen this video? Go to Amish country, girl. And I don't think the Amish even want to follow our judicial system. They know it's broken. That's what they say on their own lane. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you updated on what happens with this and then we'll move forward. Um, forward to COVID vaccine. So news about the COVID vaccine. Um, so far, only about 32% of Americans have actually been fully vaccinated. To date, there's only been about 248 First doses given, 248 million, I'm sorry, 248 million doses um, given, and but only 106 million are fully vaccinated, which either means that some of those people are either waiting for their second vaccine or they decided not to go back for the second vaccine, which means that as a population, only 32.3% of us are fully vaccinated. In the world, though, only 3% in the world are fully vaccinated. There's been 1.19 billion doses given around the world, but only 284 million people around the world are actually fully vaccinated. A lot of experts have been saying that the United States will probably never reach herd immunity because of the number of folks that are choosing not to get vaccinated or the number of Republicans that are trying to say that a vaccine does not work or that it's not real. And so in order to reach herd immunity, we will need about 70% of the population to get vaccinated. And like I said, we're only at 32%. So we'll see what happens, girl. Get your fucking vaccine, y'all. It's not that hard. Y'all been screaming and crying. Que quiero que se abra. Ya quiero ir a bailar. Quiero ir a perrear. Y sabe que tanto. Pero your ass ain't getting vaccinated. Literally in front of you. The solution is to front of ti para ir a perrear y nada. Por pendejo, te digo. Anyways, <laughs> another thing that's happening because this country is a bunch of pendejos at times and we have allowed global warming to be the way it is, is the south um, of the country, so Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, you know, for the longest, I call it Arkansas, porque that's how you say it phonetically. If somebody was like, it's Arkansas. And that's, pero tiene dos ceses, wey, Arkansas. Pero no, Arkansas. In Louisiana, have been having horrible weather. They've been having large storms and tornadoes. A lot of people have been losing their homes. This is odd because this is not supposed to be tornado season. But ahí están los pinches tornados. I told you. I told you that global warming is real. Mira, yo les sigue diciendo y ustedes no me escucharon. Pero, a ver, a ver qué pasa. Another thing that happened was Biden announced his 1.9 trillion 
stimulus package that he's calling the American Rescue Plan. Just to give you a couple of things that are in the American Rescue Plan, is this plan is designated to facilitate the United States recovery from the devastating economic and health effects of COVID-19. El plan, which passed in the House on February 27, 2021, and the Senate on March 6, was signed into law by President Biden on March 11th. The package will cost $1.9 trillion, making it one of the largest economic rescue plans in la historia de los Estados Unidos. It makes its efforts to mitigate the economic effects of the pandemic with strategies to fight the virus itself. So just to understand the American Rescue Plan, there will be direct financial payments, which is what most of y'all care. So the plan is to provide $1,400 stimulus payments to people making $75,000 or less annually, building on 600 payments in the second stimulus package to reach $2,000 mark originally by DJT. Individuals with adjusted gross incomes of $75,000 or less and couples with AGIs of $150,000 or less will receive the full amount. So will each of their qualified dependents. So if you have children, girl, you lucky. También is going to extend the unemployment benefits and it's going to add an extra $300 um, to unemployment benefits till September 6, 2021. Debian monitorians will remain on financial assistance increase. The current eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, which is supposed to end March 31st, 2021, will not be extending under the plan. However, additional funding will be provided to relieve to those behind on their mortgages, rent, and utility bills. The legislation provides 21 $0.55 billion for emergency resto assistance, $5 billion in emergency housing vouchers, $100 million for tribal housing improvements, $100 million for rural housing, and then $5 billion to assist people experiencing homelessness. It will also increase food aid. The legislation extends a 15% increase in Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, or SNAP program. So, si agarras estampillas, you're going to get 15% more. También it's going to expand the Child Tax Credit, um, which is the Child Tax Credit maximum to $3,000 a year for each child ages 6 to 17, and $3,600 for each child under the age of 6 for couples who make $150,000 together combined or less. It will also do student loan forgiveness tax-free. While the plan does not include student loan forgiveness itself, it does include a provision that any student loan forgiveness passed between December 30th, 2020 and January 1st, 2026 will be tax-free. Normally, loan forgiveness counts in taxable income. It will also give money to schools and child care block grants, about $122 billion for K-12 education through September 30th, 2023, and it will help businesses. The restaurant revi... Re, I cannot say. Mira, yo no sé cómo decir esa palabra. El restaurant revitación revitalization fund. Mira, lo dije. I say it. Just sound it out, girl. Just sound it out. It's a new program for restaurants and bars which will allocate $28.6 billion in the pandemic assistance grants. 
Y también pandemic response. About 50 billion will pay for additional COVID-19 testing and contact tracing. And 7.6 billion will help increase the size of public health health workforce and 16 billion will fund vaccine distribution and supply chains. Hay muchas otras cosas que va a hacer, pero this is just the minimum. Cuando haga otro que diga goodbye loans, I'll, I'll tell you, girl, because I'm trying to get rid of these loans too. Pero, you know, since he's not saying bye to our student loans, I'm just going to have to see you in the next segment. Hoy en el mundo. I'll see you there. Welcome to our next segment of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo, where we just talk about things that are happening in the world because not everything that's happening is happening aquí en los Estados Unidos. There's other countries around here. You know that? ¿Sabían eso? No somos, you know, we're not the center of the universe. Unless your name is Sun, you're not the center of the universe. Look, that was my favorite thing to tell students. I would educate them and read them at the same time. I'd be like... Boo, like, why is it all about you right now? You're not the center of the universe. Be like, yes, I am, Mr. Av. I'm like, I'm sorry, sweetie, unless your name is The Sun, then you ain't the center of no universe, okay? And so, entonces, they will learn that they're not, like, exclusive. Pero también they will learn that, like, The Sun is the center of the universe. Mira, like, teaching them while reading them. It was my favorite thing to do. Pero we're going to talk about things that are happening in the world. Most recently, there was 23 dead in Mexico when a bridge collapsed with a train on it. A lot of people are calling it an accident. But in reality, this has been coming for a long time. Porque the Mexican government, government has been ignoring the fact that infrastructure, and when I say infrastructure, I mean like roads and bridges, have been deteriorating. Pero los pinches corruptos, they be taking their money para ellos mismos and not to put back into the country. For the past couple years, there has been inspections on these on this bridge and you know the government has been told that you know the bridge needs to be redone or or re um rebuilt, especially after the earthquake of 2017 that devastated Mexico City. Entonces most recently the bridge finally gave out and it collapsed. Look, I know we all gain a, a little quarantine weight, but this is not the, what I'm talking about when I say I'm going to break a bridge. Porque 23 people died and a bunch of other people were injured. Another thing that's happening now that we're in, you know, south of us, let's go a little bit more south. Let's go to Colombia, where there's been protests going on for the longest. So what is going on in Colombia? Protests started on April 28 in opposition of a tax reform proposed by Colum by the Colombian government to stop an economic crisis. Colombia's economic economy dropped by 6.8% last year, the worst in 50 years, and the unemployment rate went up 7%. Pero ¿qué es esta tax reform, you say? They have pushed us to hunger, said Natalia Arrevalo, who's 29, a, protest, a protester in Bogota. Now they want to take what little we have left. This tax reform would tax low-income people who before didn't make enough money to qualify for an income tax, impacting anyone that makes at least 2.6 pesos, which is $684 a month. 
It would also have eliminated many of the individual tax exceptions and increased taxes on small businesses. So far, there's 19 killed and hundreds of protesters injured. Uh, a human rights lawyer said that they were even firing shots from helicopters into protesters. Like I said, at least 19 people were killed, at least that's what's been recorded, and 800 plus have been injured, including children, women, and men, during the days of the protests across Colombia. Those killed include a 17-year-old Marcelo Agredo, who was shot in the head after kicking an officer. But what is the government doing? President Ivan Duque has withdrew since the protest. On May 2nd, Colombia's president announced that he would withdraw the current proposal, but instead develop a new plan. He said, I am asking Congress to withdraw the law proposed by the finance ministry and urgently process the new law that is the fruit of consensus in order to avoid financial uncertainty. But why are people still processing after the withdrawal? Well, because they're still planning to tax the poor, the police the brutality, and because of the murder of the innocent protesters who were just protesting their rights. Protesters are angry at the government's agenda to create tax to create a tax that targets the poor, excessive use of poor by police, and the murders of innocent people. Protesters are also pushing for Colombia's pension, health, and education systems to improve. And so I guess now you know a little bit more of what's happening in Colombia. So please stay um, in 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 uh, in the know of what's happening in Colombia. But now we're gonna go to the other side of the world. We're gonna go to India, where literally India is dying, y'all. Like it is dying as COVID nineteen is raging through India. Scientists have warned of further waves of are inevitable. The sky in India has been red for weeks because of so many people that have been burned because have, they have died of COVID. Like I said, a top scientific, scientific advisor to the Indian government warned on Wednesday that the country would inevitably face further waves of the coronavirus pandemic as almost 4,000 people died in a space of one day with hospitals scrabbling for beds and oxygen in response to a deadly second surge in infections. The World Health Organization said in a weekly report that India accounted for nearly half of coronavirus cases reported in the whole world last week and a quarter of deaths in the whole world. Many people have died in ambulances and car in cars as they're parked waiting to for a bed or oxygen while morgues and crematoriums struggle to deal with the seemingly unstoppable flow of bodies. The government principal scientific advisor warned that even after the infection rates subside, the country should be ready for a third wave. He said, phase three is inevitable, given the high levels of circula circulating virus. He told the new briefing, but it is not clear on what timescale the phase three will occur. Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government has been widely criticized for not acting sooner to suppress the second wave. 
After religious festivals and political rallies drew tens of thousands of people in recent weeks and became super spreader events. And India only has 3% of actual people that are fully vaccinated. Deaths rose by a record 3,780 during the past 24 hours, and the health ministry data showed the daily infections rose to 482,000 a day. These are daily infections, y'all. Medical experts say India's actual figures could be five to ten times what official tallies because officials on the ground have said that they've seen a lot more bodies than were actually are being counted. So just pray for India, y'all. It's when I say it's dying, I mean it's literally dying. All right, y'all. So we were able to talk some tea. We were able to talk some truth. And now, the time we've all been waiting for, the goopery of this podcast, is we're going to go ahead and talk some shit. So I'll see you there, y'all. Welcome back to my favorite segment of the podcast, where we get to talk some shit. Today on the list, we'll start with um, gold medalist winner, Caitlyn Jenner, who decided that uh, she's going to run for governor because apparently Gavin Newsom's going to get recalled. Look, I don't give a fuck if Gavin Newsom gets recalled or not. To me, he's doing a, a fine job, and there's no way I'm going to put Caitlyn Jenner in his spot. Look, she don't even know, like, where she stands on things. She most recently came out and said that she agrees with Republicans that trans kids should not play in sports because it's unfair, when in reality, Caitlyn Jenner has been competing in female golf tournaments since she started transitioning. So, Caitlyn Jenner, Mira, chamaca. Ya, cállate la boca. Nobody wants to hear from you. You do not represent the trans community. Go fuck yourself. So, yes, bye, Caitlyn Jenner. Then we're gonna go over to somebody else that's just like Caitlyn Jenner. DJ T over here. Because Facebook and Instagram decided that, nope, DJ T's not getting his his pages back. We're going to revisit this in six months to see if he would get his, his pages back. So he, he decided to create a new communications platform. And a new communications platform is called From the Dust of Donald Trump. Yeah, and that's a communications platform. It's almost like Twitter, where he will post. He's going to daily post things, like small snippets of things on his website like a blog and then his supporters can like tweet it or put it on their own personal Facebook yo whatever I'm over I'm done talking about this man I sent so many fuckies to this man that I not even want to say this another one pe- people that support this man is the Proud Boys 
most recently the Proud Boys, just you know, just fuck the Proud Boys in general. But most recently, it was discovered that one of the main funders of the Proud Boys is actually the government of China. Yes, girl, China is be be over here supporting um these racist motherfuckers because they want this country to implode on itself. So fuck the Proud Boys, and when I'm at it, I'm gonna say fuck Marjorie Taylor Greene, who recently said that anybody who does not pledge loyalty to this country and loyalty to Trump should leave this country. This woman is delusional, yo. She is delusion in itself. Mira, wake up, honey. Levantate. You are delusional, honey. So fuck Marjorie Taylor Greene. If I see her on the street, we gonna get down to it, okay? Porque, and I'm gonna call hate crime on her ass. And finally, for my final bonus wings, this could be a boat talk shit and a final bonus wings. Today is Cinco de Mayo. I'm gonna remind you that if I see you with a sombrero or maracas or anything that has to do with Mexico and you ain't and you ain't POC, so your complexion is light, if you know what I mean, it's going down like the break of the dawn. I'm just saying, right there and then, we gonna fight. I'm gonna snatch the sombrero off your head and it's gonna go down. Because year-round, some of y'all asses be talking shit about Mexican people and Latino. Pero cuando es convenient to you, you out here celebrating us? No. No. Eso es lo que no va a pasar aquí. No, not here. Not near me. No va a pasar. And my other final bonus wings is as we go back to whatever a new normal is going to be, remember to continue to wash your hands, wear your mask, even if you're fully vaccinated. Tip your local drag queens, your local artists, because, you know, they be struggling. Support your local queer spaces porque se están muriendo. There's so many queer spaces that have closed throughout the pandemic. So as they're trying to open slowly, please support them. Please have a drink with them. Please buy whatever they're selling. Porque those are the safe spaces that have kept us safe for so long. And now more than ever, no necesitan. Well, my friends, this was It's Just a Talk podcast. Your and Spanglish Political Queer Latinx Shady Podcast, where we talk a little tea, we talk a little chew, but you know I always leave time to talk some shit. I'm your host, Mauricio. Thank you so much for coming. And remember, I'm everything I am because the hood love me. Bye, y'all. So, Lodi. So, you